What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the In Situ Collective podcast. My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rikers. And on today's show, we're going to give you the best way to measure your progress. If you haven't already, go back and listen to our last three podcasts because this all ties in together. So we started off with the biggest mistakes people make and then how to start your health and fitness journey right and then training for aesthetics because let's be real, everybody likes to look good and feel good. Um, And today we're going to give you ways to actually measure your progress because the scales do lie to you. I'm pretty sure everybody out there has heard that saying. The scales lie, so don't use them. So we're going to give you ways to use things to measure. Other things that aren't scales. Yes. Um, To actually track your progress and make sure you're moving forwards and getting to your goals you want and making sure you reach them. And I think that it's important to mention making sure that you're progressing. Yeah. As well, because not all, not 90% of the time when you are using your scales, you're looking for some kind of progress on the scales, whether that be down or up. And if you're trying to lose fat, maybe, or weight, I should say, not fat, if you're trying to lose weight, then that's when you would use the scales, Mm. right, to look for progress. But if your goal is to feel better, get stronger, um, move more weight, then the scales should probably not even be in, like, your toolkit. I reckon even if you are training for aesthetics, like, to look better. Don't even worry about the scales? Don't even worry about scales, um, as we'll get into, but... A lot of people will plateau on the scales as well, and then yeah. they feel like they're not getting any results or not getting anywhere, but everything else is changing, and they just don't realize it because they're so focused on the one metric. Yeah, and you know, a lot of the time, the plateau or keeping the same weight is actually what you should be aiming for to be healthy. Yeah. Like, you should be able to maintain a body weight, like, while you're training, while you're eating, like different foods on the weekends and everything like that you should be able to roughly maintain a body weight i think we should cover maybe a few reasons why people would consider actually using the scales Mm -hmm. and how because i definitely think that there's a right and a wrong way to go about using the scales i agree yep yep so i would say the main reason i would ever suggest to somebody else to use the scales is if they had some sort of they were doing some sort of sport like boxing or weightlifting and they had to be in a certain weight category yeah for sure so you do have to monitor that pretty closely so that you can stay in your weight category and that obviously is going to optimize you in competition Mm. but in weighing yourself for that i think people should be weighing themselves every day right And then you look at it collectively over a week rather than just randomly weighing yourself because that random number means pretty much nothing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so like you said, pretty much athletes. Yeah. I can't think of any real reason. Like, obviously, if you have got a lot of weight to lose, um, yeah, it's a good metric to throw into the mix, but it's not the only one you should be focusing on. No, definitely not. But yeah, the... The athletes are probably the only one. And like you said, you want to be weighing yourself regularly. If you're going into a competition and you're weighing yourself the week before... You're it's like so 
sketchy almost. Yeah, I, I, like you'd be scared because if you're overweight and you've got to cut that much weight before your contest, cutting that much weight before a contest is going to decrease your performance. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so other than athletes though, do you think that training for aesthetics, so you just said you wouldn't want someone to weigh themselves if they're training for aesthetics because muscle weighs more than fat and yeah, it, for doesn't sure. really, it isn't really the main goal. No, you're training to look better. Yeah. And for some reason, I guess it's the health and fitness industry's fault, we've associated weight loss with looking better. Yeah. But generally that's not like, if you lose a whole heap of weight and you haven't got the muscle there, you're just going to shrink down into a stick because you haven't got the muscle there to, you know, make you look better. Because when you're training for aesthetics, muscle is pretty much everything. So muscle is going to weigh more than fat. So you might actually increase your weight yeah. rather than losing weight. And if you're weighing yourself and you're trying to look better, but then you're gaining weight, you might be looking better, but you're gaining weight. So you think you're going in the wrong direction. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that mental thing that the scales do to everybody can make or break how much more progress you're going to make. Because I know for me personally, if I jump on the scales and it says that I've gone up two kilos, I'm like, what? What do you mean? I feel like a lot leaner, but I know for a fact like I know deep down that I have lost body fat and gained muscle, mm -hmm. but still it like it takes my motivation takes a big hit and it can just sort of throw you off course. So can you touch on body weight fluctuation? Because for men, it's not much of an issue. Yeah. Like obviously if you have a big meal, you're going <laughs> to weigh more. If you have a massive glass of water, you are going to weigh more because that liquid or that those solid foods are in your body and until you poop it out, you're going to weigh more. Yeah. So that, that <laughs> disregarding that, that's pretty much the only thing that can affect men. Obviously your sodium levels, depending on how much salt you have is how much uh, fluid your body retains. So obviously if you're having a lot of sodium, salt, and then you know, you're trying to lose weight, your body's holding on to more fluids and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but again, that can fluctuate the scales. There are, before I get into women's weight fluctuations, we'll just go over a few things that I think a lot of people forget to consider when they jump on the scale. So like you said, so, sodium, salt, mm -hmm. water intake, alcohol intake, because you're dehydrated and then you also have likely have had a highly carb dense, fat dense meal. Um, lack of sleep also can affect your weight and how much water you hold, the meals that you eat eating processed food, stress, like there are endless things that affect your weight. So if you are weighing yourself, I would suggest doing it at the same time every morning or once a week on the same day, ideally a weekday because your diet is probably going to be the most consistent. So your weight will be the most consistent. Yeah, definitely. Um, no clothes, what else? What am I missing? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of the night clothes because if you wear different things, yeah, and they're going to weigh differently. So, and trust me, when it comes to scales, people are extremely sensitive. Like extra five hundred grams can make a big deal and to it, somebody, and it literally can just be a jumper. Yes, um, and different scales. Yeah, different brands, different types. That I know I can jump on one 
and then quickly jump on another one and there's a couple it's hundred different. grams different. Yeah. And that's just different brands or different types as different scales. Yep. Some are, you know, if you pay $20 for a pair of scales, they're not going to be as good as the $100 pair of scales. Yeah. So that's another thing to think about. Yes. So it is, if you're going to track your weight properly, it is a lot of work. Yes. Just know that if you actually want to use the, your weight as a progress measure. Before we get into other ways to measure your progress, I just want to quickly talk about another reason you would, a whim, whim, uh, women <laughs> would want to track their weight. And that would probably be if they're looking to gain weight rather than lose weight. Like if a woman has lost her menstrual cycle, for example, generally it's because she's i shouldn't say generally one of the reasons can be because she's underweight mm -hmm. so tracking your weight then is very important and also just as a woman throughout the month we do hold more water at different times in your menstrual cycle so the week or even two weeks leading up to your period it is highly likely that you can hold anywhere between 500 to one and a half to two more kilos than the rest of the month. Yeah. Um, and I think that people just don't know that. <laughs> like, literally do not know that. And just say, for example, you, you decide to jump on the scales and you've been working out and you've been eating really healthy and sleeping right and it's a couple of days before your period and you're extra emotional <laughs> and then it says that you've gained two kilos or something and you've been putting in all of this hard work. So... If you are a woman and you are weighing yourself, also consider where you are in your menstrual cycle because it does make a big difference. Mm. Is there anything else, any other reasons you think that someone should weigh themselves? I feel like if you're still listening to this and you are still weighing yourself, I, I, I don't see why. It's, yeah. it's pointless. At, at the end of the day, for the general public, even if you're just trying to you know, improve in a sport and you're not being an athlete or... You're just trying to look better, trained to look better, you know, all that sort of stuff. What, scales aren't really going to help you get there. No. So what are, what's your probably favourite one other than the scales to measure? Well. With. Wow, I don't, I want to say my whoop. <laughs> oh yeah? But I feel like that's not that relatable to the general public because not everybody has a whoop band. So my favorite, my favorite measure of progress is probably the mirror. Okay. I would say progress photos because I used to take progress photos and I can see, like if you take them frequently, you can see if like when your menstrual cycle is affecting how bloated you are, not just in your stomach, but literally in your arms, your legs, your face and everything like that. So I find that really interesting. But I don't really have a specific marker other than how I'm feeling. I don't mm. have another external marker other than how I'm feeling. Like, am I tired? Am I extremely sore all the time? Am I emotional all the time? I feel like they are better indicators to me of how my progress is going in the gym and with my diet than any external thing I could ever name. Yeah, right. See, I don't like photos or yeah. mirrors too much because I get obsessed and yeah. I'm never going to look the I, always, I can always look at myself and go, oh, that muscle could be bigger or that body yeah. part could look better and that sort of stuff. So I don't really like those and that's just me. Like there's a lot of other people like, you know, that can do that and having the awareness of, you know, 
obsessing about something to the point where it's unhealthy, you've got to have that sort of knowledge within yourself as well and ask yourself, is this the best way for me to reach my goal? Probably, I'm gonna say that there's one, the best way I like to measure progress for men and there's a different one for women. Okay. So. Oh, were you talking about for yourself, for myself yeah. or for clients? Both, I guess. Oh, okay. Go, anyway, no, for continue. clients. Oh, for clients. Yeah. I would say their energy because most of the clients that come with us, every week we ask clients out of 10 how their mood has been, how their energy has been, how strong they've been feeling and what they want to focus on the next week. And without a doubt, every single one of our clients starts with energy like four, three, and then by the end, the average energy levels are like seven and eight. Mm. And they just forget that. But I, yeah, and it's exciting when they notice, like, oh my goodness, I used to be giving you fours and threes every week, and now my average energy levels are a seven, which is. And one of the big, biggest things I see change with people's energy is their face. So. Yeah. A lot of the times clients will come to us and they've got the bags under their eyes, the skin's, you know, not looking the best on their face, whether it's oily or pimply or that sort of stuff. And obviously as you try, like you do all the healthy things, you do all the right things, that all clears up. Yeah. And they actually look a lot better in the face They and they smile a lot more as well because they've got more energy. Yeah. Um, but the two, for guys, my mm -hmm. favorite one is to measure their progress in the gym. So yeah, the weights they lift. Say that. <laughs> like, and again, that's just a guy thing. Um, because I feel like it's very handy for men because it doesn't fluctuate around any kind of cycle. Yeah, Strength. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's just a metric that you, and obviously there's you can focus too much on this and yeah. you know like get obsessed anything. with it and go down a bad direction. But just keeping a general idea of how much you're actually lifting and how much you're improving in your lifts and all that sort of stuff. That goes technique as well. So making sure you still got good technique when you're lifting those heavy weights. But for guys, it's definitely tracking the progress of how much they're lifting in the gym. And like you said, no, it doesn't really matter. Like so much needs to go into it. So you need to be eating healthy, sleeping right, drinking all like training properly regularly all that sort of stuff so it's a good indicator on how you're progressing for yeah. guys for girls i'd say it's probably measurements is okay yeah probably my favorite way or the most effective way i see for women because like i said the scales it's just too hard to measure yeah. anything <laughs> and so when you're measuring stuff it's actually giving you real world, like if, if things are shrinking or getting larger, whatever their goals is. So yeah. you can actually measure things. Um, obviously around the belly and some areas, again, everybody's different. People can hold fluid in different areas. So things might sort of get affected by that, but not much. Yeah. It's a lot more. If you pick the time every month, a right time every month yeah. to do it, then it will but, show progress. Yeah. And it's not going to affect it that much. No. So I feel like measuring is going to be a lot better for women than anything else yeah <laughs> so we've just talked about what four or five but there are literally endless ways to measure your progress and i think one way that we encourage people to recognize because a lot of the time you have to recognize your progress yourself hearing it from someone else is nice but it's never the same as you actually recognizing the change that you've made 
And I think that another way you can do that is through like journaling, but journaling in the way, like I just mentioned, how we get our clients to do a rating every week. Yeah, that was going to be my next. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because then you can look back at it like two months, three months ago and see what you were rating yourself, like how your relationships were, how your relationship with food was even, like mood, sleep, sex drive, hunger, appetite. Yeah. Like the things that you can monitor are endless, mm. not just the scales. <laughs> Well, I like the questions of, you know, what what could I have done better last week and yeah. what can I improve next week? And over time, you're going to see, you know, what you were doing wrong. And then those things two months ago are going to be just habits that you're yeah. doing anyway. Yeah. And that in itself is probably one of the best things you can do for your longevity, health, even just looking better is just slowly improving on those things. And like you said, a lot of people just forget you don't actually remember what you were doing two months no. ago because it becomes a habit and it's just normal. So actually going back and going through your diary and giving yourself that time to just have a bit of appreciation of what you've done so far. How far you've come. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people yeah. don't actually appreciate how far they've come and the things they've actually overcome to get where they are. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a huge achievement. It could just be, I know one client cut out soft drinks. And it might be, everybody would be like, oh, whatever. But I know like, that's a huge, huge thing for him. And I think it's great. Um, so, and he doesn't really realise that he's not drinking as much as he used to. But then when you think, like when we go back through the conversations we're having, he was drinking so much more. So it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, just take the time to think about those things that you have achieved so far. Yeah. Through but journaling. I think to wrap it up, I have a pretty good analogy. If you're not convinced to quit using the scales yet, then this, this analogy is going to... I was going to say oh, one more on. thing to measure. <laughs> okay, go on. Um, the, the end all and be all would be a DEXA scan. Uh. <laughs> um, no, one can no one has access to that though. Yeah, and that's why we don't really talk about it because no one has access to it. Yeah. Maybe then when I say DEXA scan, I mean the actual ones that you lay down on and it it takes every single measurement, not the ones where you stand with your hands on the machine. They're good, but not as good as the proper DEXA scans, the um, commercial, gra um, commercial, commercial grade ones that they use for hospitals and all that sort of stuff. So they're, and you know, even in the city, not everybody can have access to those. So they're the, the best you can do because it's gonna measure everything, how dense your bones are, yeah. how much body fat you are, how dense your muscles are, how much fluid's actually in your body, all that sort of stuff. So that is the end all be all, but yeah, we don't really talk about it because no one has access to has it. Has access to it. Yeah. All cool. Right, wrap it up. What okay, do you got? I'm wrapping it up. Uh, so now I've lost my momentum. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, so I was just going to say to think about the whole, like a lot of people will probably think I don't want to track all of the things we've just talked about and you don't have to. Um, but we just want to encourage you to not only track using the scales. So the analogy that I had in a blog post that I wrote a while ago was, imagine that you are in an elevator and the one thing that's holding you up, the one cord that's holding you up is the scales. That is the only thing you're relying on. That's your only bit of progress that you're monitoring, right? And if you have gained weight and it ruins your ego, your motivation, everything, then think of it as in you have cut that one cord and you are plummeting to the ground. Mm. Whereas if you have four, five, six different progress markers holding you up, maybe the scales are in there as well, but you've got all of these other progress markers that are 
elevator cords holding you and say you step on the scales and it's a terrible result and that cord breaks, it's fine. You still have five other progress markers. You still feel a lot better. You still have a lot more energy. You still have gained more strength in the gym. You just aren't relying on that one thing mm. to hold all of your progress up, pretty much. I think that's a good analogy for life as well. Yeah, definitely. Don't rely on one thing to keep you happy. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you've got lots of different sources of happiness and all that sort of stuff to keep you happy. Great. Cool. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, if you're getting something out of these episodes and you're enjoying this content, please give us a like, subscribe, follow wherever you're listening or watching this. And as always, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.